0: Well, good Tuesday morning, everybody. It is the 25th of January, and my title is Trophies or Turds. (laughs) Enter into just about any high school, and usually right in front of you, after passing through the doors, you're going to find a trophy case. And in that trophy case will be all the things that students or that school have accomplished, like trophies for winning their divisional or even their state championships. Well, uh, I used to collect medals, medals that I won for swimming. After every race in which you came in either first, second, or third, you were given a medal. I had a bunch of them, as well as trophies for playing Itty-bitty basketball and wrestling at the YMCA. I have no idea where any of those rewards for my athletic prowess are stored. I was one of only two guys on our basketball team who could get the ball up to the 10-foot-high basket. Nobody thought of lowering the basket. Believe it or not, we won the championship and then... We beat a team of the All-Stars in the final game 13-7, to and I scored all 13 points. So take that, LeBron, but I digress. In writing to the Philippians, Paul is trying to set the record straight. There were men who came into the church after Paul had gotten it established and people called the judaizers well they they followed paul around and once he left they would come in now paul was preaching being saved by grace alone but these people former jews well i guess maybe they still were jews they would say well all of that grace is well and good but you also have to follow the jewish laws These Judaizers boasted about how great they were at being a Christian and obeying all the laws of God that were given to Israel. Simply put, the Judaizers boasted about how great they were at being Christians and also obeying the laws of God given to Israel. Simply put, they might have believed they were saved by grace— But then they had a works-oriented system that never worked. This angered Paul so much. In dealing with that situation, he writes these words to them. Uh, He is going to boast about his greatness in being the best Jew and the best Pharisee. However, he's wanting to make the point that all these trophies that were his we worth nothing when it comes to being saved. We read in Philippians 3, 4 through 6, quote, If anyone else thinks he has reason for confidence in the flesh, I have more. Circumcised on the eighth day of the people of Israel, of the tribe of Benjamin, a Hebrew of Hebrews, as to the law a Pharisee, as to zeal, a persecutor of the church, and as to righteousness under the law, blameless. He begins by telling them that according to Jewish law, he was already obeying it when he was eight days old and getting circumcised on the eighth day. He was born a Jew, so both of his parents were Jews. Then he boasts that he was not only a Jew, but he was of the tribe of Benjamin, who considered themselves better than all the other tribes. In fact, they were the tribe that would lead Israel into battle. He says that he was a Hebrew of Hebrews, which has a relatively particular meaning. A Hebrew of Hebrews was a Jew who was born and lived in a Gentile city, growing up in that culture where everyone spoke Greek, but he also learned and could speak, read, and write in Hebrew. And when it came to the law, Paul was a Pharisee. And not just any Pharisee. He was the best Pharisee. They always considered themselves better than all the other Jews because they studied and obeyed or tried to obey the law. Or that was what their appearance proclaimed. Interesting to me that Jesus called them whitewashed tombs, though looking good on the outside, they were really just graves filled with dead men's bones. And if one would consider... uh being zealous for the laws of God given to Israel and persecuting these Christians who had a whole new system of ideas about Jesus and God, Paul was on the attack. And he said he persecuted the infant church. In fact, he says when it came to a righteousness being earned by obeying the law, he was blameless. He was perfect. So those are Paul's trophies and medals that he had earned in his lifetime. He earned them and should have been proud for his living the best Jewish life of any Jew, including the Pharisees. However, then he writes these great words, which would have been a shock to his readers. He says, but whatever gain I had. I counted as loss for the sake of Christ. All these trophies, all these medals, they, they were causing me to lose instead of win for the sake of Christ. He goes on. I count everything as loss compared to the surpassing worth of knowing Christ Jesus, my Lord, for his sake, I have suffered the loss of all things. Now listen carefully. And count them as rubbish in order that I may gain Christ. Paul is making those Judaizers understand how invaluable he felt his trophies were. He wasn't proud of them. He counts them as losses. They were not trophies, they were turds. Yeah, that's right. He considered them turds, excrement, or sometimes the vomit that comes out of the mouth of a dog. That is what the word rubbish means in the Greek. Skubalon was the word in Greek for the excrement of animals. Now that he is in Christ, all the trophies he'd earned as a Jew from the tribe of Benjamin, a Hebrew of Hebrews, As far as obeying the law, he was perfect and blameless. But now that he is in Christ, he calls it all a big pile of dung in comparison to what he is gaining in Christ. Paul wanted nothing greater out of his life as a Christian than to be becoming more like Christ. Everything else was excrement compared to knowing Christ and having been given a righteousness that comes from God and on the basis of faith. He says he wanted to know him, Christ, quote, and the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of his sufferings. Well, listen, tomorrow we're going to look at the rest of this great passage. But for now, where do you see Christ in your life? someone who gave you salvation and eternal life for which we are very thankful. But is knowing him now in your life your passion? Seems to me we're all too passionate about so many other things. We give our time to things that are necessary, like work and our family, and but not hours of entertainment. Sometimes it seems all we're doing is moving around the piles of crap in our lives, and we have put Jesus in, in the sidecar, or he's being pulled behind the trailer only to be t- taken out once a week. And if you're bored with your Christian life, it's probably because you're pursuing things of little value in this life and rarely investing your time in the eternal. We'll talk more about this tomorrow. This is John Doyle with 180 Podcast. I hope you have a great week. I hope you have a great day. Be filled with and walk in the Spirit. Put on the full armor of God and stay connected to a community of brothers in Christ. God bless you. Take care. And goodbye.